<laughs> a lot of pressure, man. Yeah, it is. Evil. And evil. Not our real names. Not our real names. Nailed it. I think we are uh, gun shy. Is this? Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. The- we'll come in whenever we need to. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a little independent. <laughs> this is the podcast where two friends talk about independent, obscure, or just plain weird movies. My name's Ryan, and I'm Todd. Hi, Todd. Hi, Ryan. How are you? That, was that too over the top on that one? I don't know. I, I think if if people have listened. To this point, they're yeah. you know our our patter at the top. Yeah, and, and they're gonna wonder why we do it. Well, we mentioned once who who we think it sounds like. That's true. Body heat. Yeah. Does that give a little? But but much later, much yeah, more that's current. Right. That's right. Much more current. That's right. That, you know, I Joan Wilder. Joan Wilder. <laughs> <laughs> I. When we were going to do family movie night on Friday, I I went to Romancing the Stone. Your and, family, we should yeah. clarify, not us. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> um, and it's a little too intense, I think, at this point for for the kids. But I love that movie. Really? And it's so singularly unique. It's got this grit to it, and it's dark. And I don't know if it was filmed in Cartagena, but it looks dangerous. Like everything looks dangerous. Yeah. That guy who plays the general. Like what a great performance! Yeah, that guy was unbelievable. And then <laughs> you have guy. Dan, that guy. <laughs> then you have Danny DeVito with I think you know a good bit of comic relief. But that's a like a cool, unique movie. There's really not. I mean, there were things like it, but I think it's totally different. Yeah, Jewel the Nile, the sequel. Well, no, wait, wait, Romancing the Stone. Romancing there the Stone we go. The I had one. Jewel. I had the second one stuck in my head. The the bummer about the sequel is that. If you read about it, nobody wanted to do it. And to their credit, <laughs> I feel like they did feel like they w- were in it, but you could kind of tell they did not want to be there. Took one for nobody. the team. Nobody, yeah. And I, the contractual or whatever it was, but there you well, go. the beginning with him having the cowboy boots, you know, because of no, that wasn't That's the, the first end one. Of the first that was one. the end of the first yeah. one. Uh-huh. Yeah, poor, too many poor bastard died right in my arms, and she says, "No place else I'd rather be." Really. I, you just want to. <laughs> You're already talking about dying in his arms. He parks a fucking yacht in the middle of the street in New York. Yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> How about a nice little monkey for the lady? No. Anyway. No traffic control there. No. That, that's, you know, one of those romanticized um, type of things. So um, this uh, this week is, is your week. Last week, we or last episode, we did kind of a horror thriller movie creep which hopefully people like listening to fun movie yeah good old peach fuzz (laughs) (laughs) which which your wife refuses to listen to she is so forgive me but creeped out by creep and and mark duplass's performance have you watched the sequel yet i did not watch it when you can i need i i was supposed yeah sorry teacher the dog ate my homework (laughs) The dog ate your creep too. <laughs> well, you get to see Mark Duplass's dong in it, which is good. You see his dong oh, in a lot of I, movies. You know, I think that's what happened. I, you creep me Don't out with that. Don't be afraid. 
Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. No, it's a really effective scene. So this week, uh, you picked the movie, and what what's our hit? Did, what's the history with this movie? Well, this one's a little different for us because this is one we've actually both seen, and we knew that each other liked. Yeah, and it also pushes the limits of independent in the sense of the cast because this has got <laughs> a pretty expensive cast normally. Big but names. They all love the script, yeah. and you know. And with Jennifer Garner producing, they just all said, yeah, so you I know, think let's do it. So I think this is one that I was a one copy at Family Video because how I watched it uh-huh. was on my previously used copy of the DVD from Family Video. Yeah. Your version of metal detecting. That's right. And um, it's a 2011 film called Butter. Yeah. Put it on bread. <laughs> <laughs> and this one, you know... Is it's one of the movies where you look at the cover, you look at the cast. It's a only one copy at the video store. You've never heard of it. Yeah. There's a surprise actor in this that, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. And I'm teetering between you know your recorded moment, if it's if if it's gonna be so, uh, Boyd Bolton or if it's gonna be. Do you want to? <laughs> do you want to start guessing? We talked about that. All right. So what do you think? I'm, I'm my recording or my can, my can I can I get like one can I give a name out or yeah whatever scene you think it is well I'm I'm teetering between Ethan and Boyd okay you know what's the Ethan scene probably the the one in the uh, where they're in the car okay you know going off on the okay there could be you know racist ninjas in there right and 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 all that so it's Boyd okay. I think it's. I think we'll it's see what happens when we get there. So, 2011. Uh, here's the film description. In Iowa, a girl in foster care discovers her talent for butter carving, and finds herself pitted against an ambitious local woman in their town's annual contest. Thoughts about that description? Uh, sort of spot on, but a little. I, I don't know. I feel it's like a little vague. First question out of the gate: Who's the main character in this movie? Jennifer Garner. Interesting. The movie because I was actually thinking, I was thinking about that. They they refer to Destiny, the ten year old girl, but the movie begins and ends with Jennifer Garner. Yeah. And if you counted the scenes, I'm sure Jennifer Garner is in quite a few more than Destiny. Okay. I I, I thought that was worthy of asking. Isn't because... Destiny a stripper name? Like, shouldn't Destiny have been Tokyo Rose and vice versa? Or? Don't do that, buddy. Because do <laughs> <laughs> I was in Fort Fort Wayne this one time. Oh, never mind. <laughs> That's a good start. <laughs> uh, it's billed as a comedy drama. Yes. I would agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so Todd mentioned it stars, and, and this is, so what's kind of interesting is IMDb has the actors listed in kind of an odd way. So I, I just went off script, to be honest. I, I went to the cover of the movie uh-huh. and then added some honorable mentions. So. Yeah, I saw that too. They had like. Like Brooke and uh, Ashley Green, like way, way, yeah, Orville way past, past like extras. So Jennifer Garner star- stars as Laura Pickler. <laughs> and Jennifer Garner, obviously, you know, the biggest thing she's known for is that TV show um, Alias. And I never watched it. Oh, me either. Um, apparently just... she's tremendous in it. Very physical. Um, you huh. know, she was in, well, she was in the... Um, terrible ben affleck movie her husband uh, daredevil and yeah. then she was an electra she played stacy i knew i'm gonna blow that i was gonna blow this stacy sampanaharitia <laughs> in mr magoo 
With Leslie Nielsen? Yeah. Well, she was with Mark Ruffalo in that 30, 30 again, or when she's a 30-year-old and becomes oh, a teenager. Yeah, it's pretty fun. That's very popular. Yeah. I remember f- her from Catch Me If You Can. She had a, a kind of smallish role in that. Oh. Um, the Odd Life of Timothy Green. She was in that as well, and she was really, really good in that. Oh, don't know that. odd movie. Yeah. Um, second build is Ty Burrell, who plays Bob Pickler, <laughs> Laura Pickler's husband, um, best known for the TV show Modern Family. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, and not. No, I haven't, but I, I you know, heard all about. Just it, watches but... it, and I've seen bits and pieces. It's really funny, and it's yeah. one of those things that it's been on for like nine seasons, and it would be a huge commitment. But he. He's tremendous in it. Yeah. He's really funny. Well, I watched three or four interviews, and hands down, every one of them said he is the funniest guy on the set. He said he just, you can't look at him without laughing. And an improviser, too. Yeah. Which is great. <laughs> he was in um, Black Hawk Down. I remember him from, from Black Hawk Down. Oh. And he played the character of Wilkinson in the Dawn of the Dead remake. So he's done serious. Yeah, the Dawn of the Dead remake, um, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead remake is phenomenal. And I typically don't like remakes, but this one, the one where they're in the mall, yeah. is unbelievable. Um, and he's in National Treasure, Book of Secrets. He plays your girl's new boyfriend who works at the White House. Oh, yeah. And gets him into the Resolute Desk office. Yeah. <laughs> Helena Troy's my girl. And he's done a lot of voice work and animation. Uh, third build, we have Olivia Wilde, who plays Brooke. Um, so you don't know her much, do you, Olivia Wilde? What have you seen? Uh, yeah, she's been in. Uh, she's been in my dreams. No. <laughs> We're fired up today, folks. In my dreams. <laughs> yeah, haven't you seen that one? It's rated R. Have you seen Teresa's? Teresa. Uh, so she played the mother in Time of Justin Timberlake. That was a good movie. And that. I thought was crazy because they were like the same age. Yeah, you know, and then she was playing his mother. It made sense for the that character for that movie. Yeah, she, yeah, she's she was really good well, in that. Cowboys and Aliens. I Cowboys and Ella Ella the movie. Alien. She just yeah knocks it out of the park. She's great in that. Um, better Living Through Chemistry. Uh, crickets with me. Yeah, that's that's a movie we could do. That's the one with um, Sam Rockwell. Uh-huh. And Ray Liotta, who plays a nice guy. Yeah. And she's like the drunk wife of Ray Liotta, and she's addicted to pills, and they. Well, she you, is so good in that. Well, you sent me a picture, and I cheated. Because <laughs> it, it came a, up what that was, So, and I haven't seen that movie. So It's one of my favorite sci-fi movies. This is not well, a popular statement. It's the sequel to Tron, Tron Legacy. Yeah. And it's earlier in, early in her career, and she's tremendous in it. Well, it's... 2010. It's right around the time of it, like the year before. Yeah. And this, she does yeah. Cowboys and Aliens in 2010. Yeah. Um, Tron Legacy is one of my favorite sci-fi movies. It got, I, I don't know why people didn't like it, but it's the score is amazing. Daft Punk okay. did the score, and she is so great in it. She plays this kind of new program, so she's, she's naive, and she's learning, but she's very special, and she's in very tight clothing. She's a fembot. The whole time. No. Yeah, no, 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 no. She's a transcendent being. <laughs> Not kidding. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, then we have Rob Corddry, who plays Ethan, and he's already a superstar on our podcast. We've been we've talked about him in the movie In a World. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I couldn't remember what movie he, you had said. Hey, he's in the so Perlman is the other one that we've got twice. Ron Perlman twice. Yeah. Happy Texas. Yeah, and, that's and Poker true. Night and Poker Night. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So go. all right. Character so <laughs> who's gonna who's gonna win here? <laughs> and Rob Corddry is just funny. He's been in so many things, yeah. sketch comedy, and, and he is. Well, he, Hot Tub Time Machine is yeah, where, I, machine. Where, where I got him from. So, but he is so good in this, so good. Yeah. I, I I adore him in this. Um, and then I I, I put uh, Yara Shahidi, who plays Destiny. Uh huh. And she played Eddie Murphy's daughter in the movie Imagine That. Did you ever see that? I didn't. It's really actually good, and it's in the time when Eddie Murphy was fucking off and doing kids movies and. Not being funny and not Mr. swearing. Or Doctor Doolittle. After that, but he he was in this Meet Dave and Pluto Nash, like after Pluto Nash. But okay. this one, he he's like a stressed out business guy, and his daughter invites him into her imaginary world, and it creates all these solutions for his adult problems. <laughs> and she's a, just a little person in this, like yeah. maybe eight or nine, and she is remarkable. And when I saw this, I did not put them together until I looked her up. Oh, okay. But she's really good in that. Um, she's she's good, on the she's TV show Blackish. Um, you know, she's I think twenty one at this point. Beautiful young woman, and she's got a credit coming up. She's playing Tinkerbell in the two thousand twenty two Disney Peter Pan and Wendy. So they're redoing Peter Pan, and she plays Tinkerbell. Oh, that's so cool. that's a big yeah. That's a big get. You're in the Disney world. Yeah, in the Disney world. Uh, and then I I go honorable mention for Kristen Schaal. Uh, who plays Carol Ann Stevenson. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know how to carve that, so I put him in a basket. I hope that's okay. She is she's a, a, a comedian, an yeah. improviser, TV, ton of voice work. Yeah, she's Is that shocking to you that she does a lot of animation with her voice? No. You yeah. can just tell, you know, in the, the whole stirrup pants and this. I mean, she... Yeah. she that character she kind of creates is really fun. Whenever you see her in a movie, you're happy. And <laughs> most notably, she was in Bill and Ted Face the Music. So the new Bill and Ted, she plays the daughter of the Rufus character. So the daughter of George Carlin's character. So that's a big win for her. Yeah. And she's really good in it. Did you, has that been, re, have you seen that? Is that? Oh, I own it. Has it been released? It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, Samara Weaving's in it. And you know how I feel about Samara Weaving. She is my superhero. I love her. Uh, this movie was written by Jason Mikalev, uh, his only first and only feature, and he primarily did has done camera and electrical work on movies. And I noted that he worked on the movie Death to Smoochie. And I know we talked before, and you haven't seen it. You need to nope. see Death to Smoochie. Holy shit! It's a <laughs> it's a banger, man. Okay. And uh, this was directed by Jim Field Smith, um, who before this movie directed a movie called She's Out of My League. Starring Jay Baruchel and Alice Eve, and it's actually pretty good. It's a kind of coming of age romantic comedy, and it's it's quite good. Um, and this guy directed the TV show Criminal, which was on Netflix for a little bit last year or a couple of years ago. Is that something you'd seen? No, I've seen the movie Criminal, Kevin Costner no, and uh, Wonder Woman TV tied to the show bed on on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm yep. trying to get you on board here, but you're you're not you're 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 staying back for some reason. Wonder tonight. Woman tied to the bed, everybody. Yeah, I was afraid that for was her. his big takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> um, the tagline. You don't look at these anymore, still. 
Nope. Okay. I wait, you know, it's it's more fun for me this way. Here we go. All right. There's two of them, and they're both on the poster. Okay. I think I did see one. Sorry, now that you say that. A comedy about sex, power, and spreading the wealth. Yeah, that's the one I saw. There's going to be a meltdown. <laughs> so the first one is on the top, and the meltdown thing is on the bottom. Okay. What are your thoughts? I like the meltdown because it refers to the final sculpture. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Uh, it clocks in at an hour and 30 minutes. Budget, $10.8 million. Yeah. And just to show that I actually, you know, I do I do some research. I know you too, do. You, know, you do. I, you know. So you already know Jennifer Garner produces. Worldwide gross, $175,706. So it costs ten over $10 million to make. Let me see the math on that. Hmm. Not a success. Not good. Uh, it premiered at the 2011 Telluride, Telluride. Ooh, that's rough to say. <laughs> after a long day, Telluride Film Festival. It screened at TIFF, and the screenplay was submitted for a national fellowship with the Academy of Motion and Picture Arts and Sciences in 2008 and won. So the writer submitted it um, for a national fellowship and, and won. Oh, cool. Um, and was, as you mentioned, produced by Jennifer Garner's production company, uh, Vandalia. Which is pretty cool. Vandalia. Vandalia Films. Okay. Yeah, I think it was in Toronto, and I know it was in New York, too. Because one of the interviews I watched, they said, we're in Toronto now, and they had mentioned Telluride. And, yeah. And then they said, so it must have made the Toronto Film Festival, too. So, um, But that is... Sundance, interestingly enough, with that cast. Well, yeah. That must have been a Who knows tough how year. Works. Yeah. <laughs> so the movie is set in Iowa, not filmed in Iowa. We'll get to that later. But... Um, so I need to tell you that I watched this and have watched this with a wife who is from Iowa, who's been to the Iowa State Fair multiple times. Oh, and we get some we get some insight here, folks. Yeah, well, we did have some conversation last night about it, a certain element, but when you think about movies set in Iowa, like what comes to your mind? Corn. Corn In general, fields. Which they do show Destiny riding through on her bike, which is pretty cool. I so like those yeah, scenes. but you know, what do you? What, is there an, a movie set in Iowa that you totally? That oh, comes Field to of mind? Dreams. Yeah, that's the first yeah. one. Yeah. Right? <laughs> is that where you're leading me today? No, no. <laughs> Did I, I get there? <laughs> because like, what's eating Gilbert Grape was set in Iowa. A uh, really cool horror movie called The Crazies. American Pickers. American Pickers. <laughs> History Channel show. Oh, Jesus. I love that show. <laughs> um, it's like my background, like Doctor you know. Sleep. The um, uh, the sequel to The Shining was filmed there. Um, Captain Kirk is from Iowa in the Star Trek. Is that Pantheon. where he drives the car off the cliffs of Iowa? Yes, absolutely it <laughs> There's is. There's a lot of cliffs in Iowa. James Tiberius car. There are tons. <laughs> tons. It's a flat of deep cavernous <laughs> cliffs. <laughs> Mammoth Cave. No, well, wait. That's... Maybe in 25, 28, you know, oh, tectonic yeah. plates have shifted. Yeah, and, and everything. You, know. you got cliffs everywhere so it starts by saying you know it, it's it's laura so jennifer garner's character with some voiceover and she says this is a story about greed blackmail sex and butter yeah i <laughs> see we're, on, we're we are uh, in tune here i wrote that's my first line those four words so here's the, the gripe is that jennifer garner is doing an accent that you cannot really attribute to iowa she's doing more of a minnesota Oh, uh, Bob. 
Oh yeah, you're, little, you're, little little Fargo there. Yeah, so North Dakota. So that's the first thing Jess was like, you know, because I've been to Iowa many many times. They yeah. don't talk like that there. Okay, but had she not done the accent, I think it would not have been as funny. <laughs> when, whenever she says "bab," yeah, it's funny. <laughs> well, she wants to be the the girl from the Midwest that this is like you know the big deal for yeah. them. This this butter thing is well, they are the royal family of butter. Yeah. Yeah, he is Elvis of Butter. <laughs> he is. So Thank we're you. introduced to this family, and um, it's it's done through a video honoring Bob. Yeah, that's our intro to the uh, the rain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> and what's interesting is, so they're talking about how Bob came to love sculpting Butter. And this is, uh, by the way, a real thing. This yeah. butter sculpt thing, the whole nine yards, is a real thing at the Iowa State Fair. Yeah, and and Jennifer Garner said in a, in an interview that that quote she says about more people why were attended the the butter carving than watched the Super Bowl. That may be a I, bit of a stretch. Or whatever whatever like quote she says, World Series maybe. The, I don't know. Nobody should watch that stuff. The Super but I find Bowl it funny that carving? that Bob's trajectory into butter sculpting was that his on a farm his beloved cow was struck dead by lightning <laughs> and he decided to immortalize it by sculpting it in butter now yeah. i'm thinking you're on a farm they didn't look very prosperous this motherfucking kid takes all their butter to sculpt the cow and then they make a point to say his mom destroyed the car yeah and they in a frying pan for making the eggs in the morning <laughs> well he's probably been to the state fair right and seen it done and that was like I guess his thing, but that's a I wouldn't I mean, have done that on the farm. Like, oh, I'm going to take all the butter and make a cow out of it. Yeah, Elvis used to sneak out of the house yep. and sing in the, you know, sneak into the blues places in Memphis. So, so the video shows Bob's ascent into butter yeah. supremacy, butter carving supremacy, yep. and showed some of his more renowned pieces: Newt Gingrich on a horse. Yeah. <laughs> And T-Rex eating a girl. Did you yeah, see that yeah. one? Yeah, What's the one that turned into a river of, of yellow? Um, one of them melted because she was there by his side when it when it melted. Yeah. Yeah, there was one that melted. It so was I was fun. wondering, why are they doing this video? Because it doesn't seem to have anything to do with it, anything. It, it looked like they were honoring him, yeah, you know, 15 years so. running. And then they, you know, then they lower the kibosh on him. Yeah. So this movie clearly has significant political undertones. And they say that it was made in response to the Republican campaign at the time. And the detractors of the movie have serious problems with it. They have problems with the racial stuff. They have problems with the political <laughs> stuff. And watching it this time, did anything stick out as a problem to you? I mean, it, I don't go in look at, you know, it's a comedy. It's satirical. Yeah. I did not, you know, and I, I uh, you know, all when, these reviews are Afro-Iowan, I mean, you, you just laugh. It's yeah. so funny when she. <laughs> but it, the, the performances are not done, you know, um, it, it's all done respectfully, but I see it as satire. A yeah, thousand well, percent. And, and her character is deplorable, you know, I mean, I mean and it's supposed to be, and it's yeah. set up that way. So Laura clearly has political aspirations, and she's kind of the 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 wife on the trophy wife, as it were. She's called that later of this guy who's a butter sculpting champion, yeah, the Elvis of butter. And they have a a charity called Camp Butter, 
Yeah. For which like, they support children with special <laughs> needs. Yeah. Holy and cow. And she says, now that was, a, you know, one of the offensive lines when she's with the, the children of special needs and they're on camera and she says, your people. Yeah. And then the little one turns up and goes, what? <laughs> that I mean, that... The, the reaction when she says what makes you laugh out loud. Yeah, and, and you know, it's it's one of those things where you can kind of see this character and you can see this person and see how they've been, you know, how they're there for themselves and they think the stakes are so high and everything is so serious. So what yeah, kind of her. puts her off the path is, is important to her. But at this point, we're introduced to a young girl who is clearly going through the foster system. And do you find it odd that we don't hear her name for a long time? Oh, you know, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. She's just this young African-American girl who's in the foster system. And I love this little montage where they see her shuffled around to different families. Yeah. And the first one (laughs) is this family with already nine kids. And she says something about their homeschoolers and homeschool is a bad sign. And the mom says, and angels fell to earth, and that's where dinosaur bones come from. And then all the little kids start scribbling in their notes. Yeah. Like, you know, okay, they've been programmed. Then she goes to another mom who's clearly a a pill addict who's using this little girl to get prescription medication. She was mellow all the time. I guess she couldn't run from the police. Then they go. She goes to an old, the Gundersons, I think. The this uh-huh. old couple, and it it really, you know, I mean, that's a real problem is is the foster care system and finding a place for somebody. And I think there's a sweetness in this movie to how yeah she gets to where she's going to be. Well, they they do a great job of you know creating a lot of sympathy for her. Which in turn makes Jennifer Garner even more, you know, the royal Monstrous. bitch. Monstrous, yeah. And and Destiny, we find out this little girl, her my favorite quote is white people are weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because and that's the point of the movie, is that this is about yeah. intense, you know, um, you know, breaking up of relationships over butter carving. So I think her point is 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 well taken. <laughs> And yeah, don't put so much stock in the uh, so we, simple we, things. We come to see the last kind of regional event. Bob, what we find out is his last regional event, and he's done the Last Supper. Yep. And I think it, that was his in, current one. In progress, right? And the Des Moines Register, did you hear that they called it better than the original? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, their, their local newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. And Destiny goes in, and all of these things are done in these temperature-controlled, refrigerated places and destiny goes in and she starts kind of messing with one of bob's cups now i remember thinking well that's the holy grail gutsy she she takes the holy grail (laughs) she takes (laughs) and and starts carving it out and he comes in and i think it shows the contrast between him and laura his wife because had she done that to her she would have lost her mind and murdered a little girl (laughs) (laughs) with her with the heels Bob just came in and said hey let me see that yeah which, you know, I think sets the tone for his character, and he is a kind of a sympathetic guy. But you notice how they did show the scene where, where Laura is checking it out out of the corner of her eyes. She's, like, looking over there, like, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. And at this point, I, I noted that, that Bob has, like, fangirls, of which Carol Ann is one. They're like they, later you see them in t-shirts with his caricature, yeah, in I Heart Bob t-shirts. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's oh, that's when Garner like lops off the 
the whole chunk of butter in the competition later on because the girls are talking to him. And she looks yeah, up. Remember that? Kind of. They were yeah, wearing yeah, T-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, they tee this whole thing up, and it's yeah, super okay. funny. Yeah, okay. I didn't catch that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now I, I'm, I'm trying to remember how we trans like move into Destiny um, coming into Ethan and Jill's life. So Ethan is played by Rob Corddry, and Jill, I should note, is played by Alicia Silverstone, who is really good in this. Yeah. Her, the face is that she makes though were like I don't know what I don't know how to describe it she's like got this huge frown and this like grimace all the time well there's a deleted scene have you seen any of the deleted scene or the gag reels or anything like at that at the end of it the gag reel no there's plays. more there's more on the DVD oh when he's like woofing down that butter in front of her and she's like ready to throw up yeah yeah so there, there's some things and there's one scene in particular that I wish they would have left in that gives you some insight into Jill's character more yeah, and why she's yeah, making those faces. And so Destiny is with Ethan and Jill. Well, that's the end of her intro. They basically go through all those families. Yeah. And then she ends oh, up she ends with, there. with Jill and uh, And Ethan. they're having a nice conversation with her. And that's when she says, you know, that she's not good at anything, which is a nice way to tee up, you know, how the, the rest of the movie kind of kind of moves. Yeah. So then the inciting incident where they are at the, you know, she carves the the mug there. They're at the, well, I guess it's the fair, right? And the the head judge there pulls them aside and said it's time to uh, retire time and to let up. somebody yeah. else have a chance. Oroville asked Bob to stop competing. Yeah, and then he's he has one one question, one problem. And he's like, Laura. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she'll be fine with it. And then we cut to their home. She's not fine with it at all. No. So we cut to their house. That's my favorite line. We're the motherfucking picklers. Yeah, that's right. I got that highlighted. And, it's the way she delivers that. And she comes across as so stuffy and so, but when she goes off, yeah, she goes off. Yeah. Oh, I see what this is. You did stand up for yourself, Bob. And she's talking about calling the governor and he's like, honey, the governor doesn't care about this. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then the look on her face. Because she has aspirations yeah. of being in the governor's mansion. She wants yeah, Bob mentioned. to be the governor. Yeah. And she plays it so, so well. Do you think so, though? Oh, yeah. That's what you. I think that's... the trajectory of this movie is exactly how it was the whole time. She doesn't want Bob in the governor's mansion. She wants to be there. Oh, well, she's promoting Bob yeah. to be in as mayor yeah, no, and or governor. So. No. Well, and then the the portrait on the wall where she's in the chair and Bob's standing yep. behind her. Yep. <laughs> There's little, yeah, set decoration. It, it, it's so yeah. cool in this because it tees up how megalomaniacal she is. Yeah. So, but she still comes across as this sweet, supportive wife. But her intensity, Jennifer Garner is so fucking good in this. God damn it. I know. I know. She is. And so they, yeah, that's the inciting incident is Bob having to step down, yep. and then they're her losing her status within the community. Yeah. And she mentions that you know in the fight with Bob, not a fight, she's yelling at him. I should have, I should have uh, gone with Boyd Bolton. And you're like, who the hell is Boyd? At least Bolton? he inherited his inherited yeah, inherited <laughs> a business, and she infers that Bob is weak. And yeah, up to this point in the movie, you can't help but agree he's very passive. He's just doing his butter thing and that's all he's got yeah and we find out he his aspiration was to be a middle school principal when she's demeaning him and And then that rob cordry's job is not ethan's job is he's a a teacher he's a teacher not yeah yeah so i guess 
I don't know if they're all at the same school. They don't really say that. And yeah, that's uh, that. I guess you know? that's that's kind of mean too, because I'm married to a teacher, and yeah, <laughs> you know, like you only aspire to be a teacher. Fuck a you. principal. They make a, principal. a respectable living. And so Laura goes to Orville's house. This guy, like she goes to this person's house, the the judge or whoever who asks him to step down. Yeah. And he tries to escape. And the yep. wife is coming yeah. for him. And he, oh, Orville's in the shower. And she's like, I'll wait. So, and Bob, Bob had left the scene of the house when she said she should have married Boyd. He grabbed his keys and said, I'm out. And so, then uh, Laura goes after Orville. This is interesting. I, again, I'm a little more, um, you know, I, I, I pick these movies apart a little bit more for this. So a big question I have is Bob leaves the house and he goes to a strip club. Is that in keeping with his character? Because up to what you see thus far, right, right. his kind of rebellion, I, I, act of rebellion wouldn't be I believe that. there's backstory there that they're not revealing. That's interesting. Because there are a couple of hints dropped like he's... You know he he's been there before. When we we'll get into the scene here, when he when they communicate it, with each th- other, I get that. But just in general, for his it's character, like, to, that's what he does when he runs away from her. But he's clearly engaging. So so we have uh, Olivia Wilde's character Brooke is on the stage, and I I think it's hilarious that she's texting on her cell phone. Yeah. So she's she had a, to have gotten that like when she was doing her character study. She had uh, to have. Do you seen know any, anything about how she? I, I, well, I got some stuff. I just think that I may have watched interviews like before a long time ago, yeah. but I it seems like I had heard something that she it, had seen that a done. Suburban Iowan strip club. You know, like, <laughs> like ostensibly on a Tuesday. Adele You know what I mean? Well, isn't it like the capital or one of the big cities in Iowa? Uh, d- not Duluth. What the hell? Des Moines. Des Moines. Yeah. <laughs> but still, you know, they they live in a suburb. And Brooke is texting on stage, or who we find out is Brooke. Hanging upside down from the stripper pole, like leaning. Yeah, it's really funny. And it's not a, like, <laughs> you know, she's. Where was her phone? Clearly she's got. She's not wearing much. Where was her, her phone ass. at? That's where you're going. She shoved it right up her ass. I don't know where the phone was. I have to go back and watch that scene. Don't watch that. <laughs> don't ask. <laughs> and she's she, very good. She moves along to Bob and lap dances with him and. Tokyo Rose is her stage name. Yep, the tattooed across the small of her back. Yeah. And she's asking him to pay for her rent and utilities. She's $560 a month plus utilities. <laughs> plus utilities. And Bob's like, that's actually a pretty good rate. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> <laughs> and well, I need someone to take care of me, Bob. And in this scene, Nobody he, loves me like you do, he Bob. He says, I love you. Yeah. Tokyo Rose, I think I love you. And that's when, I mean, she's obviously manipulating I need him. someone to take care of me. And then. Uh, like, do you think he would be that dumb? Would he be that? Because he's well, obviously in a cold marriage. Well, when we find out from, from Boyd Bolton what hasn't been used oh, in 20 Jesus, years. you're going there. <laughs> so, yeah, she, you, I mean, you clearly know that he's being manipulated. Do you, think, it's that? Do you think that they're in a sexless marriage? 100%. No, because Laura would be holding... The one thing that she would be doing to keep him at arm's length is giving him a bang every once in a while. It wouldn't be a drought. There's no way. What, every two years? At least. Maybe. <laughs> 18 months. That's, she would be 18 a, months. What definition of a drought, ladies and gentlemen? 18 months. Okay, this is subjective for sure. 
we're getting into <laughs> muddy waters, but wouldn't you think like, you know, she would, you no. know, throw him a bang every once in a while. So the guy was still, engaged. I think she's got him so controlled that it doesn't matter. That's interesting. So we cut to a particularly, I think, interesting scene. Again, I don't know if it's in keeping with Bob's character, but he is fucking Brooke in his car in yeah. the parking lot of this strip club. We're not going to do her one-liner, Brooke's one-liner. I don't remember what it is. <laughs> Bob's saying that he says nobody loves me, and he's, oh, there's people in your Your father loves you. My father raped me. Oh. Remember that no. one? No, I, I blocked that one out, oh, I feel. Yeah, because it was like, oops. No, I, I think that's maybe, yeah, okay. That was intense. Yeah. But then why would you? You don't remember that? I do now, but like, <laughs> okay, is that an invitation to fuck in the parking lot? <laughs> it was right before it's it. It's not a really great opening. No. I'd be like, well, I'll see you later. Maybe send you some Well, books. it was her point was no one else loves her. Well, and she's obviously manipulating him, and maybe none of that's true. But the shocking part of the scene is they're doing it in their car, yeah. and they are smashed into by another car by driven Laura. by Laura. Yeah, and that's how I knew that he goes there regularly because so she's clocking him. She knew where he would be. She left Oroville's house, and then went to strip club. And do then... you think she expected him to to find him banging a stripper in the parking well, lot? Well, that I don't know, but she she. Because it seemed knew to his be car would be there. a non-issue. Because they're back at the house. Yeah, he's admitting that he did this only. This is the first time, cool. and she is composed. Yeah, she don't give a shit about that part. She compares. She gives a shit about the butter, that, the butter contest. That was interesting. Yeah, Tylenol in the kitchen for your penis. You're sleeping on the couch. Yeah, and he's like, I always sleep on the couch. Yeah, again. So yeah, I guess maybe you're right. Sexless marriage. Wow, wow. Well, wow. Now, guys. Now, guys. Now we're um, privy to the fact that um, Laura knows that Bob's not going to compete. So she um, says that she's going to compete in this butter carving. Now, again, interesting because she's not shown any skill for this. None. She has been by his side. So, by osmosis? She has absorbed the skill because, admittedly, she's good at it. Yeah. Is this where, you, where they're at the dinner table and she's making the announcement to the daughter? Yeah, to, yeah, To his daughter. Yeah. That, yeah. And, and we find out that they have a daughter, but Laura is not the mother. Laura is the stepmother Yeah, of this daughter, Yep, which and, is an interesting. And so when an Ashley Green is, I guess, from Twilight, which I didn't know. Oh, the daughter? The, the daughter. Oh, no. Caitlin no, no. is... Yeah, that's where she's known from. Big in Twilight? She's known from being one of the high school oh, girls She's in really Twilight. good in this. She's good in this, too. Everybody's good in this. Yeah. So they're at the dinner table, and Laura, you know, goes back to <laughs> 867 sticks of butter to make Laura Bush. <laughs> and I wanted to look that up to see if that may have been accurate, because yeah. you see them practicing with butter that they've just bought in bulk from the store but th she's so analytical and, and uptight yeah she would know that absolutely now this dinner the scene daughter just laughs at her turns into one of the great scenes in this movie oh and the bloopers too <laughs> yeah th this this you know the knock at the door is just there's a knock at the so door precious <laughs> and bird or door bob make a decision <laughs> <laughs> 
Dolores about to cut up the chicken bird or yes, doorbob. She brings out the bird for Holy the table, shit. and the door knock comes, and she's like, "Thankfully, and she's Bob annoyed. chooses chooses yeah. the door." <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> but unbeknownst to us, Caitlin trails behind him. Yeah, and it's it's Brooke at the door. Yeah, at the door. Hey, boo. Yeah. Where's my six hundred dollars? She's looking for money. Yeah, he never paid her for the interrupted slam. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. I, if you're coitus interrupted, interrupt us by a uh, by <laughs> Latin a, for a, uh, a minivan to the side of your car. That's rough. But Brooke shows up, and this is one of the extended scenes that uh-huh. you see the ad-libbing, because Ty Burrell ad-libbing in this oh, scene yeah. is unbelievable. You're right. I I used, used to have the DVD years ago, and yeah. I remember that, yeah. all those extra scenes being on there. So good. So he's like, oh, shit, this girl is here. And then the daughter's like, is that a stripper? Yeah. Is that your stripper? And she's excited. Yeah. Yeah. Look at her. Look at her shoes. Those are army boots. <laughs> she's a recruiter. She's her army recruiter. <laughs> and this is when Olivia Wilde, and, and you see outtakes of you know different lines in this, yeah. But when she says one of the best lines of this entire movie, and, I and, think. And the line that they picked, that they leave in, yeah. I will shit on the hood of your car, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> no. Which is better than lawn, because lawn is the one they show in the book. I will shit on the hood of your car. <laughs> yeah. Like, what kind of threat is that? <laughs> it's, and you know what? what's so great about it? it that was kind of sexy. <laughs> I'll say it. I don't care. I don't care. She could bend over and fart in front of me, and it'd be hot. Oh. Yep. All right. I don't feel so bad now. Yep. (laughs) Saran wrap anyone? I mean, she was just... (laughs) I'll take a hot Carl from Olivia Wilde. (laughs) Jason Sudeikis needs to be okay with it. Okay, I got a question. I got a question. Olivia Munn or Olivia Wilde? Olivia Wilde. No hesitation. Yeah. Wow. I, I, Uh, I guessed wrong. I yeah. thought you would have went Mun. Yeah, I think Olivia Wilde has this kind of exotic look to her, and she's she. Well, they they both seem they're they're both intelligent. They both seem super. That's hard. That sorry. <laughs> it's because of Tron Legacy. Tron Legacy or Predator. Uh, forget it. I can't answer this question. <laughs> you, you already did without you, hesitation. You yeah, I'd say Olivia Wilde. I think there's something really <sighs> a little more adventurous about yeah. her, maybe. And I would be a happy man. Either way. Yeah. They're two awesome actresses, super smart and super fun. <laughs> um, and now we get back to Ethan and Jill, and they're talking with Destiny. So they're peppering all these storylines in. You know, they're keeping you engaged. Yeah. And, and the movie really does just a constant tennis match. It goes back from, you know, it's Destiny. That's why I Laura, asked, who do you think Destiny, is the main character Laura. in this movie? Is it Destiny yeah. or is it Laura? It's Laura because the movie starts and ends with her, and she's by far in the most yeah. scenes. It's and her, and she, she is the focal point. She does have a true arc. Yeah. Which we'll get to. Well, yeah, because they open with the end scene Yeah, in the movie. And we get to the point where Destiny is talking to Ethan and Jill, and she makes a point that she rarely unpacks in these houses, and she says, my real mom's going to get me soon, which is so sad. <laughs> Yeah, and the face that uh, Alicia, right? I think that's right. Is that how we say it? I totally. It's not Alicia right. Silverstone. I think it's Alicia. I, I eat her vitamins every day. Silver Flintstone vitamins? Nope. 
she has a company, uh, My Kind. Really? Yeah, and she ha- it's all organic, uh, multivitamin that I. And doesn't Jennifer take Garner daily. have a like a kids meal, like a kids food? You told me didn't she sell a company? Yeah, she and she's like a billionaire. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Affleck get any of that? Probably not. I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> Unless it was welcome to the globe materials before welcome they were married. I don't know the rag mag at your supermarket. So Here we go. you get this whole thing of this this girl who has this this young girl who has no permanence. She doesn't have any faith. She right. is There's... waiting for a mom who you assume may not may not come to get her. Suitcase is still packed. She doesn't unpack her suitcase. Yeah, really sad. So now we get to the point where we're signing up for the regional butter competition. <laughs> And Destiny has shown some skill, again, otherworldly skill at butter carving, just like Laura, which I was totally fine with. Yeah. Totally fine. Well, Laura is so analytical. You could see yeah. her being precise and, and accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a deleted scene where Destiny carves little, like, little scenes for the family to choose from. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think that's really cool. But – we decided to do something on this podcast for the first time where you guess my clip. Yep. You guess my clip. It's the scene where Rob Corddry takes Destiny to sign up for the butter competition. And she's maybe a little bit nervous. Yeah. And so they have an well, exchange. I, that was one of them. And then I changed and went with Boyd. Nope. So I missed out. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I was on it. <laughs> I you was absolutely had it. And so, and this is a, an ad lib scene. When you look at the deleted scenes, tons of different lines. Yeah, they had to pick, pick which ones and to they put did in. Pick. So this is Ethan Rob Cordry, who's looking after this foster girl, um, encouraging her to sign up for this butter competition. The Moose Lodge. So he's the, such a good dad. The first time I watched that movie, that's the part that that had me hooked. Yeah, line and sinker. Yeah. So they made a Twilight reference. Yeah, 
So that was for <laughs> Ashley funny. Green. That's funny. <laughs> and so what I think is funny is it's in this moose lodge and it's got those ropes. Yeah. You know, oh, for people to filter through. Who the hell thought of that? Like they're expecting hundreds of people to sign up. Yeah. But a few people sign up. We got Destiny. Got Laura, who's well, there immediately. Well, Garner has to like walk through the whole and thing. She does. In she her walks heels, the whole and it takes like ten minutes. <laughs> and Carol Ann, our Bob fangirl, signs up, which is sweet. Yep. And then the gal who's like the sign up judge is like, I smell cigarettes. <laughs> and Brooke and, walks and in. Cue the cue the rock music yep. from her strip yep. club. Cheesy eighties rock music. Uh, and she's snapping the, uh, the things up. She says, Fuck this shit. Walking right and through. She starts snapping them, yeah. So I why is Brooke so aside from the money? Why is she so, you know, aggravated? Why is she so against Laura? Well, she says it. You got between me and my man. But I don't think Brooke and was ever going to be with took took the money took Bob. her money from him. Maybe she thought, but she still has him paid for the the night in the van. Yeah, and she's going after her money. That's yeah. her character. Well, Laura takes Brooke aside, and Brooke is either she's not obviously into the butter carving. But she takes her aside, and they have this exchange, and Brooke raises her voice, and Laura says, shh, we're in a moose lodge. Yeah. And <laughs> and when you were playing your clip for the first time, I heard him say moose lodge. Yeah, yeah. He said that, too, and I, I never caught so, that before. I don't know. I'll, I'll double-check with Jess if that's a sacred place in Iowa, <laughs> if it's like a church where you can't yeah. raise your voice. Is it is it higher than the Elks Club? Is it higher I, than the Eagles? I don't know. You know, you got the Federation of Eagles, you got the Elks. What is the hierarchy you got between the animal clubs? Well, Masonic Lodge is probably the highest. Yeah. <laughs> and Kristen Schaal, again, has a great comedic moment when Brooke says to Laura, will this upset you if I join this contest? She says, yeah. yeah. She signs up and scribbles all over the paper a signature. And she says the C word and leaves and Carol Ann says, I haven't heard that word since my dad died. <laughs> yeah. So apparently her dad used to say that all the time. Well, no, since he died. Right. So he died. Now she hasn't heard that word oh, anymore. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I it was trying to figure out, like, did he was that the last word he said? That was what I initially <laughs> yeah, thought. Right. And I thought, no, he used to say that. And then when he died, she never heard it again. <laughs> How about the pregnancy exchange between uh, Laura and Brooke? But she says he's going to leave you and come back to me, and I'm going to bear his children after Caitlin moves out. She says, what do you want, a cookie? Right. I get pregnant like once a month. Yeah. <laughs> Again. It's messed up, man. That's, maybe I just blocked that stuff out you a did. little bit. You did. You, you, <laughs> because you hold her on such a pedestal. Yeah. Well, I mean. She, you know, you won't let her go there. It's. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a dark character in a way, and but it's it's funny. She's she delivers confident it. with herself, uh -huh. and you know, hopefully that isn't totally true. But we get to this regional competition where these three refrigerated um, areas are in this gymnasium, and they're timed, and they have to make their creation. Yeah, four because Brooke has four. one too. And so you're kind of seeing everybody's things come together. Yep. And Laura makes a, a family at a dinner table. <laughs> Her family. Her family at the dinner table. Uh huh. Carol Ann makes a very crudely <laughs> done basket of cats. Basket of kittens. 
And again, you got to love her spirit. She's just there to have a good time. Yep. And she knew she wasn't going to win. And Destiny makes Harriet Tubman on the Underground Railroad. Yeah. And they say something about Laura says, I knew she was going to play the race card. This is probably the most disturb, one of the most disturbing lines. Yeah. Racist and that's, lines I in think, the movie. why people had problems with the movie. Yeah. With stuff like that. And again, if you go into it as a satire, and Jennifer Garner is giving it all she's got. Right. You know it's not really meant to be mean. That's just her perception. Right. No, I, I agree. And it was probably, in one of the interviews, she was telling Destiny not to listen to any, she go, all right, don't listen to anything I'm saying. The actress? Scene. Cover your ears. Yeah, oh. she was saying it to her. Like, oh. cover your ears, hum, you know, do whatever, because the stuff I got to say is just horrible. And it's probably, oh. could you know, there's several scenes, but this one, you know, yeah, just so the the insensitivity is just so over the top. But it's yeah. it's it's her character. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And so Destiny, they they all have to make a speech about their <laughs> creation. And Kristen Schaal's is just fun. I wanted to make this, but I couldn't, so I just did this. Yeah. And what's funny is Brooke comes in at the very end. She's not in the competition the whole time. She walks in. And there, isn't there always rock music playing? You, and like at young, her intro, it's always it's that from her the young boys from, from like, her strip whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> And yeah. she goes in and she pulls out lipstick, does something on it. <laughs> but in this particular scene, she is not dressed like a stripper. She is dressed very prim and proper. When she gives her speech, when she comes in and does a carving, she's in oh. her, she's in her outfit. So she comes in right before the clock. And deadlines <laughs> with pulls out a lipstick, does like a 30 second thing and whatever and, and her carving's know. done. We okay. don't know what it is. Oh, I forgot. She changes for the speech. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's oh better. my God. This scene when she does her speech and by, and uh, what's his name? Cordry. Elliot. Ty? Rob Cordry. Yeah. Elliot. Bob. What? <laughs> Bob, Bob is Laura's no. husband. Yeah. Bob's when, Brooke gives her speech yeah. in the church dress. Yeah. And and Bob shaking his head. I mean, she doesn't give the first speech. Yeah. So let's start with the first. Whose is the first? Is it Laura's? Yeah, she got fourth place. Um she, Laura yeah, Laura does the kittens. And Caroline does uh, the kittens. Yes what I meant. Uh oh. People turned us off. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Who's on first? All right. So Caroline does, does the, the kittens. kittens. Oh, did they announce who won ahead of the speeches? And that no, the no. speeches is part yeah, of the judging. Speeches part of the judging. And then we have the church dress. So our stripper shows up in this cute little church gown. Can't see a tattoo on her. She's all prim and proper. She's got tattoos, Bob. Yeah, can't see them. Do you like the tattoos, Ryan? A little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what she wrote is an A, and it was kind of clever, actually. The Scarlet Letter. The Scarlet Letter, yeah. and she's like, "That's a movie starring to me more." <laughs> yeah. Not a, not, it's not a book. <laughs> not a book. <laughs> and then she says, butter saves and leaves. Well, she's no, she's going on about um, after she was beat up by her last client or something, she found a man. And, and yeah, Bob's Bob, just shaking like, his head oh, no because Laura's sitting next to him and the, the whole gymnasium's full. And this man, <laughs> you know, made me, you know, straighten my life out. And this man and this man and his house. And Laura's about, you can see, she's going to do a full scanners in her head because yeah. she's about to say it. And that man, and Bob's shaking his head, no, no. <laughs> and that's right. It's Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. And then he starts shaking his head, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Butter saves. <laughs> and then she, yeah. 
That was well done. Yeah, because you think she's the way it was just gonna, edited and the whole thing in was front awesome. of the whole town. She's just gonna lay it all out. Yeah. And what I what I like about where it goes from here is that Brooke sees Destiny as the best chance to give Laura fits. So she's so sweet to Destiny. She gives her that pep talk. Yeah. And Rob Cordry's like, uh, I don't want you hanging out with a stripper. Yeah. And what does she say in that pep talk? Uh, something about not taking shit from anybody or I, I don't know. Well, remember. in the in the bloopers, it's take down that pasty white ass. <laughs> she says, no, no, don't take down that. And, and it's actually kick. I want you but to it's, kick it's, her it's ass. Oddly sweet. And, it really uh, is. <laughs> and Destiny ends up winning. Yeah. Which is not, I guess, surprising because, you know, I mean, I guess Laura's was good too, but Destiny's had, her speech was so great. And this actress, this young woman, so well, good in this movie. Yeah, and, and Laura implodes on her speech. Tries to give another speech. She's, she's taught, well, her speech is all about family, and without family, you have nothing. Yeah, excellence and butter. Yeah, and her speech was about how a black girl with no family can be here today. Yeah. So her, you know, Laura's speech was completely counterproductive against against that so yeah. she she just froze she she couldn't use it and laura has a little meltdown and she goes to a used car lot or a car lot and all i have is holy fucking shit hugh jackman playing a texas iowan <laughs> you, do, you do feel like you're in texas. everybody hugh jackman is in this movie <laughs> yeah Wolverine just pops out of nowhere. Holy Christ. This Selling is 2011. Cars. He is mega famous at this point in time. Yeah. And, and he is so good. I mean, he's, he, <laughs> I want to say he steals the show. I mean, he, he's so infuriatingly talented. When you realize how he's great in action, he can sing, he can dance, he can <laughs> be funny. He's the handsomest dude ever. It, it's so frustrating. But just the costume design on him, because he's got the cowboy hat. And he's got his phone on his belt like an asshole. <laughs> like, it's really he's selling cards. Kind of perfect. Yeah. And so now you understand who Boyd Bolton is. And now we have Laura and Bolt. And they Boyd. were a thing in high school. Yeah. Boyd and Laura. Boyd and Laura. Before, yeah. We find out. But I love the way she calls to him. She says, Boyd Bolton. And he just literally freezes in his steps. Quits taking care Leaves of Leaves the, the customers. customers he was with. Yeah. <laughs> just turns around. And then the whole Bye. time he's just staring down her top. Yeah. And he's like, did you get your boobs yeah, done? Yeah, did you get your boobs done? It looked like he was just going to maul her right there. And, well, he does at this point. So they have sex. And yeah. <laughs> now a little reminded me a little bit of uh, the bronze. In the window, in the from window, behind, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. the moaning. Yeah, it was, and, and it's it's kind of interesting because Laura's character up to up to this point is so uptight, and even out of anger, revenge, however she needs to process losing this competition, mm -hmm. it seems. Yeah, would she go bang this dude? Sex as a tool. I guess that's true. And then you have Brooke breaking into their home. In the daughter's room, and then this was the scene oh, that kind of she's, she's throwing rocks at the window, and the daughter goes and lets her in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this, I don't know. This is the one thing that seemed a little out of place. <laughs> the makeout, the yeah, is Brooke making out with their daughter. Well, she did hesitate to her credit when for but for twelve hundred dollars. First she says six hundred, and then yeah, then it's she says twelve hundred. 
But it starts off where she is uh, – now, she's a high school girl is who she's portraying. Yeah. Caitlin, the daughter. Definitely an older actress. For and sure. then she, you know, cut to after she asked her to play Truth or Dare, she's obviously – she's moaning and groaning and about to have an orgasm. And then here comes Brooke's face up from down well, below. She's – you know, the the – the, the character is seeing freedom in this person, this stripper. You yeah. know, seeing something different than her suburban Iowa life. Right. She is a girl with tattoos and a girl who's going to shit on the hood of somebody's car. Her dad. <laughs> and <laughs> so I get it, but it, it, it kind of, I don't know. I, I'm, 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 you know, I'm fine with the scene. I just don't know if it needed to go as far as it did necessarily for the story. Because Brooke is not, you know... She's complicit in it, but I don't see the end game. You know, because all she's trying to do is get money well, out of Bob. She doubled her money, and then she took that twelve hundred dollars and bought it does something so bought cool her knives with it. with it. So cool, bought Destiny's knives. So Boyd and the reason why right out Hugh of Laura Jackman Pickler's bank account is so funny in this is his prayers to God <laughs> in a Camaro. Oh my God. You're so cool, God. Like, you need to watch this movie just for Hugh Jackman's prayers to the Lord. Yeah, and there's there's only two, but, but each one is just, precious. <laughs> you're so cool. You're yeah. so cool, God. Like, yeah. you know, like it's an older you know, kid in basketball who's kind of like coaching you in high school. Like, I'll, I'll take you under my wing. You're so cool, Dustin, or whatever. Yeah. And, and I mean, are we going to give it away? He's... What he's praying, what he's thanking God about, or well, I think what what's happening is Laura has already engaged him into the subterfuge that, that's going on, and he thinks like, oh, she's back in my life. I don't think he cares. Well, the the first prayer he was just thanking God for sending him Laura Pickler and to to fuck him. <laughs> he's right. sitting yeah, in the yeah, yellow yeah. Camaro. Thanks for that. But at this point, I think that what looking back on it, because moving forward, there's an issue about the butter competition. And yeah. Boyd is complicit in this, right? And it's a funny scene, and we and yeah, we don't know that he's complicit until he comes walking yeah. in. Yeah, so everybody's called. Ethan and Jill and Destiny are called to the office of the Butter Empresarios or whatever, and there's an issue. <laughs> but there's the scene with Ethan, um, and Destiny on the bench outside, and Ethan says Jill can't have kids. And there's a an outtake where and it's really bizarre because Ethan and Jill's home is vandalized. And you think it is oh. racially motivated. Deleted scene? Yeah. And the vandalization is a red spray painted YouTube video link. And I'll get to what it is later. But Ethan and Jill have this conversation and Jill says... Like, maybe I'm not fit to be a mother. Maybe I'm not supposed to be. She's down on herself. Yeah, I did see that one. I remember seeing that so one that years ago. So that kind of gave her a little more oomph. But Ethan says, Jill can't have kids. And they're like, why, why, why? And Destiny's like, is her vagina broken? And he's like, yes, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Her vagina's broken. <laughs> Our conversation has ended. Thank you. And so there's an issue. So you have Bob and Laura on one side, and you have Ethan yeah. and Jill on the other with Destiny. It's like they're in court. Yeah, that's what that's the feeling. Like the 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 the, and it's the sponsor for the the whole butter thing. It's yeah. like Red Baron butter. I wrote it down somewhere, but Red it's Ribbon, Red Ribbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Red Baron. <laughs> all of a sudden, Boyd shows up, and he's yeah, he's saying essentially 
that he helped Destiny do her thing. Yeah. He couldn't get in the door, though. But he's reading a pre-written script out of his hat, out of his cowboy hat. his big old Texan hat. That ostensibly Laura wrote. It's her writing, And he is struggling (laughs) to read this. My favorite is, is... Con science. I couldn't have that on my con science. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he pauses like, con science. And then they cut to Laura's face, rolling her eye or like, closing her eyes, like, yeah. oh my God. Like, okay. I get, I'm in for the ride already. Yeah. But at this point, Ethan and Jill have a proper reaction. They're like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I've never met this dude in this my is life. the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. But it's destiny who for some reason, and I love this moment where she's like, I agree to a rematch. These are the terms. Yeah. Four hour limit or whatever. And she's so strong, this kid. Yeah, that that is. She stands up. Beautiful moment. It's awesome. She's 10. Yeah. Yeah, and she stands up to Laura Pickler and says, all right, here it is. Here's the rules. Yeah. She takes control at 10. And yeah, pretty, is confident enough out. in her skills. Yeah. Because she beat her once. Maybe she's going to do it again. Right. Um. And now we find that the daughter steals dad's money, gives $1,200 to Brooke. I want to live with you. I love you. They're on the football Move to field. Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're at, they're, yeah, they're at the bleachers. And, there's and like Brooke, some... <laughs> who, whose primary, primary mode of transportation is a bicycle. The only that we see in the movie. She and doesn't drive a she car. Ar- she <laughs> says, I'm not going to live with you. And she rides off in her bicycle through the band people who are yeah. in the middle. Have you seen that outtake? Well, it's in the at the end of the movie. Is it, it is the in bloopers the where she wipes she out. Falls. Yeah, <laughs> she falls. <laughs> She's like, watch out, bitches! Yeah, yeah. and she totally wipes, wipes out. out. Yeah. yeah, it's hilarious. And what's so cool? And another, you know, th- this movie got me a couple of times. I'll be honest. I, I may have had a tear or two, um, because Destiny's um, her 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 performance is so good. Yeah. And the sweetness between Rob Corddry and Destiny. And then Destiny takes the $1,200 that she steals from Bob and buys $1,200 worth of knives for this little girl. Yeah. I like to think it came from Laura because she controls the checkbook. Okay. That Brooke took the money from Laura yeah, to give it, Destiny Laura, the knives does to she beat have her. A job? At all? No, but she controls the finances. I just, I just like that oh, idea that you look at me. You're uh, angry. You're angry at, at Laura for being mean. She, <laughs> I, I like the, uh, the yeah, irony. She probably does. She probably does. Yeah, I mean it's it's a joint account, I'm sure. But just I, I just like the thought. Welcome to Financial Talk with uh, <laughs> a little independent joint finances, ladies and gentlemen. Is it good or is it not? Oh, come on now. <laughs> I like you... to think it's a joint account. <laughs> <laughs> um, these pretzels are making me thirsty <laughs> and now we go to Ryan likes to push my you know just to see if he can get me to lean in a little bit he I, likes I to do. he likes to see if I could get edgy on I'm him I'm trying to go, do good entertainment here <laughs> while maintaining a friendship and not ruin anything yeah. <laughs> that fine line so we get to another scene with Ethan and Jill and a social worker ostensibly um, is sharing with them that Destiny's mom, and did did you do you, do you, Destiny's mom is dead? Yes. And they found her. They have a picture of her. Did they did they mention how they found this, or was it just kind of matter of fact? They, or 
Yeah, the social worker just says they they recovered this. Recovered so it. where yeah. you know wherever she was living, yeah, wherever they found the body, you expect or whatever. Because, um, what's her name, Jill? You know, cuts her off and does a beautiful little speech. You know, yeah, your mother yeah. was a good person. Yeah. She fell on hard times. Yeah. You know, rather than the full like police report, like the social worker was going to give to her. Yeah. And uh, the picture ends up playing a major role. It does. And and when Destiny has her little inner monologue looking at the picture and says, I forgive you for leaving me. Yeah. That got me. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, that that's a me. tearjerker. Yeah. And this actress does such a good job with but this. But it's like they don't stop ratcheting up the, the sympathy, the sympathy no, no. for her, yeah. for Destiny. I mean, this is the final, like, okay, your mother's dead. Now you have to go beat this bitch in a contest that you, you, you already beat person. her in this crazy yeah, ass person that you shouldn't have to do because she already knows white people are weird <laughs> and the rest of this movie has reinforced this in her for sure but so they go to this big competition between laura and mano Imano. destiny and it's covered by kqwk broadcasting live what yes and I have to tell you something. I I would watch this. Where did you get that? Was that it was in the movie? In the at the booth? Yeah. It was like a, yeah. okay. KQWK. <laughs> I don't know if it's a real thing. I didn't ask Jess about that. It's so funny how you, you get that stuff. I would watch this competition. Yeah. I, I, I mean, really think I would. Uh, I, like, I guess I'm not done with that. You saw the Starbucks cup on Game of Thrones on the table. Starbucks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah see, yeah. that's that's the kind of detail, ladies and gentlemen, that you get mm. from Ryan Buck. Everybody saw that though. That was a pretty easy. I one. didn't see it, but I, I I think I would watch a butter competition. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would because it's fascinating in this movie. Well, a ten year old, right? Against specifically that. Yeah, one thousand percent. Yeah, he's and, like, oh, we got a phenom here. Is she going to win again? And I I, I realized this movie did. Did you want to just like eat a stick of butter after this? <laughs> this. Put it on bread. The the the, the color of it, uh, maybe it kind of looked like frosting to me. Oh. Like I just like to take it, just a hunk, <laughs> just a little bit. Like in the bloopers or in the extras <laughs> yeah. at the end of it. And this is the scene where Carol Ann and all of her ladies have the Bob shirts, like caricatures of his face. Yeah, I heart Bob, which I think is funny, because it's almost another fuck you to Laura. Which, you know, and maybe it's cut out, but she should have been like, what the fuck is this? Like, I'm was, the one competing. Yeah, it wasn't I Heart he Laura. Stopped, but, yeah. And so it's well, clear. he's Elvis. It's clear that Laura is making a butter sculpture of, what would you call this? The. Well, it's the JF Kennedy the JF assassination. K shooting scene. Yeah. But it's particularly specific because it's when Jackie Kennedy is on the back of the car it's yeah, a very she's, specific it's, when, it's the part of the zapruder film where she's crawling away her either trying to get away or as people have said like trying to recover her husband's brain matter and skull she was trying to escape i it, that's the way it felt to me but i, I think oh yeah what, what <laughs> this has nothing to do <laughs> i just wanted to say brain matter and skull we're gonna this. debate over <laughs> the zapruder film on butter <laughs> But that's such a cool, from a writing perspective, what a cool, specific... Yeah. Because it could have been anything. So the guy that carved all the stuff and did all the stuff was a um, like a world-renowned... Jim Victor. Food artist. Yeah. Yeah. 
Jim and Victor. it was actually made of wax in the movie. Yeah, because it was so butter hard because to... the butter wouldn't maintain. So they did they did the final ones out of wax. Maybe that's why it looks so delicious. <laughs> yeah, it had it the coating on it. It wasn't natural <laughs> butter. <laughs> and well, you're just thinking of Brooke and butter. You know, both start. There's with a these. lot of attractive things in this movie for me. <laughs> <laughs> is there a telephone hanging up? Yeah, there is. I'm gonna, yeah. We're going to have a there guest it is. call in. Yeah, when she hung up on the governor. That's right. That's right. And so Laura's making the JFK shooting, which at this point in the movie uh-huh. is so absurd. It's so – it's perfect. She had to make something to rock like, the what judges. What else could it have been? You know what yeah. I mean? What other ideas <laughs> did the writer have? Another reference to Dallas. Because it could have been like <laughs> – we're supposed to be in Iowa. Like, what an odd... It's an odd thing. It's an iconic... But it could have been, like, Lincoln being assassinated. Yeah, you know, yeah it's at, tragic. At Ford's Theater. Yeah. You know, but it, it's it's such a cool choice. Yeah. And she does a good job. Oh, it's... I think. It looks really an good. amazing carving, yeah. And it's Destiny... Really detailed. <laughs> ...decides to take the photo of her mom and make a picture... and Like, a giant sculpture... Yeah. Of her mother holding her. Almost in life a rocking size, Probably bigger yeah, than life right, size. Right. Yeah. Larger That's than interesting. life. So did she ask for extra butter or what happened? Yeah. Because <laughs> Laura would have been like, offsides, no, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, that was it was a huge unless it looked so big because you know, she's ten. She's not very tall. And so you have these two competing and and, and for the purposes of watching the movie in the contest. Laura's is very good, and obviously so is Destiny's. Yeah. And we have a, a deplorable thing happen next. Yeah, so after what happened the first time, they they leave the thing sitting overnight unguarded till the next day when they make the when they make the judge. So that was like, okay. Yeah. Oh Boyd. Yeah, and Boyd. Boyd comes and his in. blowtorch show up. Unprompted, because he mentions that. Well, he says it to God, he so says, we believe you know, that she doesn't Laura know. Laura didn't ask me to do this, but I, I'm going to do this for her. But maybe he's just covering for her. That could be. But, he, uh, you know, I think he's probably pretty honest with God. So he's doing, he's destroying the 10-year-old sculpture, butter sculpture, so he can get laid again. D- okay. What you just said, that's the worst thing of all time. That's what happened. I've con- I, I've watched this movie and I've seen it. Yeah. And I realize it's the shittiest thing of all time to do. <laughs> but the way you said it, it's the shittiest thing to do. Yeah. So he he takes a, a torch and he and he melts the face of not the mom. No, of destiny. Of destiny. This yeah. baby. He melts her face under the guise of doing something good. And so the next day they show up and there's controversy. Obviously. Yeah. And <laughs> Elliot has his rant. He's like, wait, yeah. she can't fix this? And I thought you might have had this one as your recorded moment, too, because this rant is so good. So, yeah, Elliot rants, and the outtakes in this are great because Cordry is doing his thing, and the director off camera will say, now say this, and he goes off. <laughs> so, it, it, like, it's under deleted or extended scenes. And... It shows you what a good improviser can do because the director off like he's doing these lines and the director is like, it's bad for you and it's bad for you. And then he go he goes off. Yeah. And it's so cool to see somebody who can really improvise. Yeah, it's impressive. And see what they edited down to use. 
and Cordry's upset, understandably. Destiny again, lovely. Yeah. And the bathroom scene kills me. Oh, that's a tearjerker too. Because this or, is happening. Actually, you get irate. You, just, I think you way. get angry when this one well, happens. So, you know, Ethan is upset, understandably, and they're waiting for judgment. Destiny or, or Laura's gone to the bathroom. Destiny's coming out of the bathroom. Yeah, and she's in the stall. Laura has this this moment of this is all I have. Well. She doesn't shake Destiny's hand. Yeah, Destiny says which, good luck. That, that was really upsetting. She holds her hand out and she doesn't Yeah. She doesn't shake her hand. And then when she calls her back when she's leaving, like, this is all I have, you know. Like stone cold bitch. Yeah. 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 I, I actually I didn't take it as because this is the beginning of her arc. Now we'll get to the point where well, I'm gonna ask you if you think Laura's redeemed. But she has this moment of this is all I have. And I actually took it as, as empathy. I took it as I, I get it. I don't get your behavior, but I get what's motivating you. Because Jennifer Garner in an interview says that her character is so intense because she has the highest stakes of all. She's got a in her beautiful mind. suburban in her, in mind. her mind, in her mind, not in reality. No, not in reality. Okay. But she has the I'm highest with stakes you. Yeah, all. I'm with you. So I think that's that's really interesting. And <clears throat> so you have this travesty that's about to happen. Yeah. And so what do you think of what happens next? Are you is it Hollywood ending? Is it No, I, I love it because it gets all judges are that way. You know, it's all like artsy fartsy and they can write about But it's butter sculpting. They can you know, but they can just go off and they're writing about how it's this and how it's that and avant-garde and whatever, you know, yeah. whatever thing that they said it was. So um, the judges ultimately say they and they don't know that there was there was sabotage. So the judges ultimately win, you know, say Destiny wins because they thought it was her interpretation of a girl with no family with no identity and i you know i get it yeah part of me is like that's a good hollywood ending unloved little girl yeah yeah the melted face and having already heard her story from the first time mm -hmm. she was kind of teed up for success and the scene where laura obviously has to contend with this loss it also made a way for her to win because it made it different yeah. Right. They were both very good carvings. They were both accurate. They were both, you know, beautifully made. So how it's like, how do you justify one winning over the other? And then the irony of him melting the face for her to win actually, yeah, you know, allows her to win. I, I liked it. I do too. I, it, you could, you know, call it a Hollywood ending, but it's the only ending I would accept. But, but they gave a reason for her to win. They, yeah. yeah. And it's cool because the judges didn't know about the scuttlebutt. Which is odd because Rob Corddry, and what's really funny. Yeah, they were already judging when he When went. he's doing all these ad-libs in the extended scene, I was clocked on the extras in the background uh -huh. who were just like, <laughs> like they were clearly enjoying themselves <laughs> because they're trying to yeah. react appropriately. Yeah. But the director kept on saying, say this, and he'd say it and then expound on it. 
<laughs> and it was so great. Well, how about the butter police? Did you like yeah. did you like that line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Alicia trying to save him, trying to like, I got this, I got this, yeah. you know. No, in, in the in the ex- deleted scene or extended scene, it's just Cordry just doing that, but that, but that, but that, but that. <laughs> and it's bad for you. Um, so Laura and Destiny are, you know, in front of their things. And the hug. Yeah. The that, second that was a that was the a nice second moment. hug, yeah. For, when she kneels down and hugs her, hugs her yeah. back, and Destiny says, "This isn't all you have." Yeah, and, and then hugs her. Yeah, yeah, and then that was she, a nice moment. Yeah, this, yeah, it was kind of a. Uh, I, I think we should cue some violin music right now as we're talking about this because I'm getting emotional thinking about it. Oh, put it on. This bread. isn't all you have. <laughs> and the movie ends with a couple of things. We've got Destiny officially unpacking in her room, and she's been fully uh, adopted. adopted by Ethan and, and Jill. Yep. And it ends with this: the beginning. Yeah, Laura Pickler yeah. going out on stage and her governor yeah. rally. She's running for governor. Yeah. So when you were talking about the bathroom scene and, and that, it, it, it came to me. That the reason Laura was able to move on, she came up with the ruse of, well, I'm going to say it's a ruse, that, you know, in a vision, the man upstairs, or we'll say Jesus, told her to run for governor. And that's what she was running on, that she had, because it was a vision from God, right? Little Blues Brothers action. On a mission from God. Guess where she got that from? I don't know. Brooke. Brooke's speech. Oh, yeah. Huh? How about it? That epiphany just came to me when you were when you were talking. Hot there. coffee, Todd. Yeah. Woo! Look out. Oh, you're on fire. Oh, cool it down. Stella. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. My Stella Artois is working. So, um Are we getting sued for that? Is that a No, no, not, no, no. What do we have to say? St- not a sponsor. Not a sponsor not a... currently, but we're open to it. Yeah. <laughs> Belgium. Um, so a couple of added notes, and you, you've got some stuff too. Kate Hudson was set to play Brooke. Did you know this? Uh, but dropped out to do what? a movie called Something Borrowed. Wow. Which I bet she would have been good. Kate Hudson on a stripper pole. I bet she would have been good. Um, the deleted scene that I was talking about where uh, Elliot and Jill's, or Ethan and Jill's, rather, house was vandalized it's a YouTube link to a movie tie-in spoof protest video. PETA protests at Red Ribbon Diary. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the the whole thing is like they're trying to scrub it off, and Rob Corge is like, "I'll take over." Yeah. And well, and Alicia Silverstone's huge into PETA yeah. and all that stuff. Maybe and, that had animal. To do with it. It, yeah. She she doesn't even wear wool. Yeah. Uh, it was not filmed in Iowa. Shreveport, Louisiana, which is the famous. Haunting ground of one of our famous Andy Sedaris. Yeah, there he is again. And also filmed in Bozier City. Uh, Jim Victor was the food sculptor. He taught them kind of legit how to yeah do some of that stuff. I haven't looked him up and carved the stuff that was there. And Olivia Wilde had only two days of training on the pole that was installed in the house that she was staying in while making this movie. That's where it was filmed. Or that's no, where no. she practiced. No, she so so. so you know, she went to Louisiana. She was the second choice. 
not second you choice. You saying somebody backed out? Um, yeah, Kate's, Kate Hudson had the role, and she backed out to do something borrowed, and then Olivia Wilde was was cast. Wow. Yeah. So she didn't. She didn't. She didn't make the cut. I don't think it was initially. A time, no, I don't think it was a timing thing. I don't know if she. If she. If they both auditioned, if she and they auditioned picked for Kate. It or not. Yeah. Um, but she did also uh, train with actual strippers at a strip club called Action Central. Right. Spell that. <laughs> Action. <laughs> Central. Is this in Shreveport? I don't know. Because <laughs> I gotta, I'm gonna see if they have a live cam, and I want to <laughs> see if they actually use their cell phone while doing a backbend off I the pole. I think that's probably against the rules. You know, <laughs> that guy announcing him like, "Here we got, uh, we got Charlemagne." <laughs> Get off your phone, Charlemagne. <laughs> um. So reviews. I didn't find a. Fun bad review. What? Not you know one. This. Typically, I find like I, I just had faith in humanity and how nuts <laughs> they are that every movie we did, yeah. I find a bonkers review. Well, there's a lot of political stuff around this movie that yeah. where people were losing their mind over. So I I I I found a bad review, and here we go. Uh, on IMDb, one out of ten. It's titled Stereotypes and Generalizations Galore. <laughs> A little James Bond uh, reference there. I I thought the same. Wow. We wow. should get married, you're right. <laughs> what do you mean I'm right? I, I, didn't, I didn't propose. <laughs> Don't pretend. All right, here we go. This movie in an attempt, I think it's supposed to be is an attempt to be non-PC makes all kinds of grotesque generalizations and stereotypes. It is so filled with grotesqueries that, frankly, it made it a struggle to sit through. I did sit through it, though, just to see if it could and would redeem itself. It doesn't. Perhaps there are people in places that are this ridiculous, but let's say for the sake of comedic exaggeration, it's sloppy, gratuitous, disjointed, and all over the place. In the end, the sentimental and gooey moralism tries to tie it all together, but it falls flat and makes it more banal than it's already worked itself up to be. Decent use of actual verbiage here. A tragic piece of work from writers who have no real message and a director who has clearly gotten lucky enough to have an opportunity to work with talented people. Don't waste your time with this. Uh Signed, Laura Pickler's brother. So, writers, just one writer, but, um, okay, I, I get it. I, I get some of the 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 problems with this movie. I, I get where somebody could see it's it's a political bid or it's, you know, but I, I don't know. Like, I don't, white people are weird. I don't give a shit. It's a fun ride. Fuck. Sit you know, back, relax. I, I do not care. I yeah. do not care. We are. You open our refrigerators and there's soy everything in there. Like I, I get it, because I have a note. White, white. People your, were, your refrigerator. No, at home? Oh. but I like Destiny. At one point, opens saying, up their refrigerator, bites. and it's just fucking weird shit. And I'm like, white people refrigerators. Yeah. Anyway, uh, ten out of ten. A butter hoot. Simply a fun movie, well written, performed, and directed. I didn't expect a lot going in, but found laughter in almost every scene. The child is adorable. And in the last over-the-top sugary scene, you could almost believe a kid this sainted could exist. A talented young performer. I consider myself as someone with a good sense of humor, 
One who can see a joke being set up a minute before it hits you. But there are a lot of fun surprises. Very inventive stuff. Like I will shit on the hood of your car. Being someone who is not unfamiliar with the oddities of health food, the joke about Satan was appreciated by me, but probably lost on the majority in the audience. Parentheses, the IMDb spell checker here isn't laughing either. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, we, yeah, we didn't mention that that part. Twould be nice to know. Twould. Shakespearean. Yes. Twould be nice to know. If the foster father and the little girl were improvising in the car scene before she goes in to sign up for the competition. Uh, yes, they were. It seems spontaneous. If it was, this kid is a comic genius. If not, it was just fun writing. <laughs> the images kicked back and forth in that scene were reminiscent of some of the really zany stuff that I loved in the Calvin and Hobbes comic strips a few years back. <laughs> Check out butter and enjoy. <laughs> Zany stuff from Calvin. Calvin and Hobbes. He compared to the to the, to the uh, racist yeah. ninjas. Scene. I know. I know. What if there's no gravity? Well, um, <laughs> this movie is tremendous. I I really like it. I I had a good time watching it for the purposes of this podcast. Um, and you know, it's a good little independent. Yeah. With a lot of great talented with, people in it, yeah, with, including with a, fucking Wolverine. Yeah, and it's hard to believe it only made one hundred seventy thousand dollars. You know, it just so it's as of today, it's ten years old, and and uh, definitely check it out. It's a fun ride. Yeah, um, and you know, you know, I, I definitely enjoyed it. If you're looking to get into butter sculpting, this is probably the your your alpha omega movie. <laughs> it's a start. And if you have thoughts or uh, questions about this movie, anything that we didn't cover, email us at a little independent podcast at gmail dot com, uh, and we'd love to hear what you think about butter in general. <laughs> you know what? Yes, tell us what you think about butter in general. Do you like it on popcorn? Do you not like it on popcorn? You know, I, I had this vision of. You know how we have Burt Reynolds covered in Vaseline that's in love with a stripper and the stripper's Demi Moore and she references Demi Moore. So Bob could be covered in butter <laughs> by, you know, standing there waiting for Brooke like, like, uh, I, I guess, you know, that what I'm would saying? Take some you know, and then he drives away in a Trans Am. You'd need room temperature butter it and would... a Dr. Pepper. You'd need help. <laughs> I feel like you need help to cover I'm, yourself in butter. I'm wait <laughs> to get to the hard to reach places. It's just gonna keep sliding down. It's not gonna stay I, in I place think, like think Vaseline. It's pretty sticky. It doesn't. You know, you get butter on your hands. You try to wash it off with but water. But you get you get my references there, Demi Moore. I do. And in love with a stripper. Wait, wait, know, wait, 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 wait. What are you talking about? Wait, let's get the hose again. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, keep watching independent film. That was stupid. And keep listening. <laughs> we can't. We, we I don't like it. We can't no watch clo- our podcast. We got no closer. Yet. We got no closer. We do. We we have our uh, our line, which we'll get to momentarily. Oh my god! But you were Ryan's really tired this evening. Yeah. The again, man. The again. man is. You know, some people birth, burn the candles at both ends. <laughs> Ryan takes the stub, douses <laughs> it in gasoline, stomps on it. And then lights it on fire. Ah, you're a good friend, Todd. 
you 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 take on a lot, my friend. Well, uh, yeah, we do have a closer, and forgive me for forgetting this, but uh, <laughs> hey, Todd. Yes, Ryan. We'll always have Monty Doro. Who are those guys? Who are those guys? And that's a wrap. So it quit scrolling like an hour ago. You'll love like, it. Right after you. It's just I didn't You're gonna love it.